Hey guys, welcome to Shooting Blanks. This is the second installment in the segment that I'm going to be doing weekly with Jamie uh, called What the Fuck. Uh, bear with us as we're still working out kinks and ideas and everything, so to speak, with getting this going. It's just going to be pulling different headlines, different topics that are going on in the world um, across the board, whether it be sports, pop culture, politics, just anything, just kind of talk about it real quick. We touch back on vaccines and mandates and all that stuff and everything that happens with or happened with the southwest pilots and of course we had to touch on the niners and raiders um let's go raiders even though we're a shitstorm right now um so just enjoy if there's any topic that you think we should discuss or you want us to discuss or something that we missed about it let us know and we can take care of that next week or in a weekly manner i uh, hope you guys enjoy thanks record audio dope Open you back up. Okay. Record. Recording in progress. Hello, Jamie. Welcome to Hockey Night in Canada, uh, even though it's in America. So, you know, best time of year is uh, right now, even though this is going to be a dumpster fire come Saturday. Um, when was the last time they were good? Whoa, buddy. Whoa, whoa. We lost in the Stanley Cup Finals to the Penguins in 2016. So, the 2016. Slow your roll there, guy. Uh your hope is Jimmy G. So let's go ahead and not choke on that water because uh, that's that's not a good leg to stand on. That's, Jimmy, Jimmy G is injured, okay? So that is not fair. Oh, my bad. All Trey right? Lance. Trey Lance. We, let, 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 you're right. Let's, let, let's, let's get it going. Trey Lance is the leg you're standing on. Uh, and we can go ahead and put uh, Jimmy G's injured in air quotes, just like Southwest was grounded for weather. The so, weather? Oh, it's... <laughs> They benched his ass with a quickness. They did, because they're like, hey, man, you're not good, and we just wasted a shit ton of money on you. But speaking of dumpster fires, um, I don't know if you've kept up. You probably don't. So the Sharks and all their shit, uh, does the name of Andrew Kane mean anything to you for headlines or anything you've seen? No. No. Cool. I ripped his name off a jersey that I have, that a $200 jersey that I bought when he first got here that I was excited, and he was good. So according... Um, to news and everything that's going on, he's in a whole Ron and Sammy type social media shitstorm right now. Uh, his his ex-wife, I guess soon to be ex-wife, is blasting everything on Instagram about how he's betting on games that he's playing in. Their house got is in bankruptcy and she had to move out while he's out in Europe gallivanting around, doesn't talk to his daughter. Right? That's that side of the story. His side of the story is, you know, you're a crazy bitch and here's pictures of me and my daughter. Cool. There's that one. Uh, the other story that came out was that he annulled an agreement while he's married to a chick he knocked up to get an abortion. And once she got it done, he goes, nah, we're not doing this anymore. And then took back the $2 million that he was going to pay her to get the abortion. I think it was her third one. Uh, again, allegations, shitstorm. Now it's a fake COVID card that he got caught <laughs> with. So that's another shitstorm. <laughs> it's, it's like, what was the name? Uh, Evander Kane. Yeah. This guy sounds like a interesting gentleman. He 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 has been. He's a good hockey player, but he's been a shitty uh in every organization he's been in, it's been a shitstorm. And everyone's like, dude, he's just a cancer to the team. And I'm like, nah, he'll be good here. He'll be good here, like a stupid <laughs> sports fan. And I'm like, hey man, I don't want you on my team. <laughs> His wife's pretty, ex wife. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So that's been a fun um turn of events. Uh but as of today, his money doesn't affect our, our salary cap, so we can potentially go get another scrub uh, to replace him. And, uh, you know, 
little little sports talk, you know, between between people. Um, it's better than the now. I want to say it's a ten hour debate that I've been in with people about is Derek Carr a top ten quarterback? And uh, at the beginning of the season, I said yes, but now I'm like, he's not. But you know. Jimmy G was the top of something at some point too. We see how that worked out. Hey man, you could be the top of a shit hill and it's still a shit hill. So <laughs> So speaking of shit hills, uh let's talk about the Raider coach getting on your herd. I feel bad for him because he called the commissioner the F word with the homosexual twang to it. Yeah. Not the fuck, the other F word. Oh. And I'm like do we really care about that? I'm surprised that the Raider organization, yeah. that Al David, that the, the Davises have an issue with that type of language. I don't think they do, and that's why it's lasted for so long. But I watched. I was watching ESPN today, and they went on. I'm talking hours. I'm like, how do people even watch ESPN anymore? You can't. I don't understand how these people are on TV. They were talk, going into hours and hours and hours of talking about this, and I guess I mean, duh, right? It's it's one of the biggest sports news stories. There is right now, but like, I just the, yeah right. Like well, you're getting conflict. Well, I don't want to say conflicting. Um, and it he, was in an email ten years ago. Is that right? I guess it started ten years ago, but it went over a span of seven or eight years. So, Keyshawn Johnson, when he coached the Buccaneers and they beat the Raiders in the Super Bowl, said that he knew that there was something off and he was a fraud. He was a used car salesman. Blah blah blah. Oh, for sure. But Tim Brown. Said, Who's also a douche. Whoa, whoa, what? What? Oh, wait, no. I'm thinking Romanovsky. Yeah, different story. So, yeah, and he yeah. was a niner, so slow your fucking roll. Tim Brown is amazing. For a brief period of time, it okay, when he was counts. sitting on people, he wasn't a 49er, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that was when he was just roiding his ass up, and then he started spitting on people. I got you. I got you. But Tim Brown said uh, he's never said anything that made him go, hmm, something's not right here, or that made me feel a certain way. So, I'm not justifying what he said. I'm not justifying what happened. I will use that as an excuse as to why we're spiraling right now. So, for sure, you know it's it's difficult. No coach. I mean, I hate the Raiders, and I mean, but I mean that guy is not a bad coach. The organization that I always felt like. I mean, I'm not the biggest fo- football guru, but I always felt like it was the organization is why the team didn't do much. It was always the Al Davis and, and them. But well, it was. But realistically, if you look at John Gruden's career and, and if you take a step back, how is he a good coach? Because right. when he left the Raiders abruptly, went to Tampa, he took over Tony Dungy's squad and he was a defensive focused coach anyways. So they were already solid. And it just so happened that they played the fucking Raiders with Nor- Norv Turner, and he was just showing them what the Raiders' plays were. So that's why they fucking dominated. So realistically, that's not coaching. That's just luck of the draw. Hey, man, I know what they're going to do, and we're going to win. And that's just what happened. Hmm. So it's it sucks, but uh, I look at but you know even with Derek Carr being a top-10 quarterback, I, I think that's a debate that's up and down. It's not a franchise-type quarterback to build around, like Justin Herbert or anything right. like that. Right, but I put him in the same category as Alex Smith. If you have constant coaching changes, coordinator changes, all this stuff around, you're never going to really thrive because you can't get settled in. Everything is always changing, moving, and then you throw in injuries too. Now it's like, man, 
fuck. But, you know, now it's a whole different spiel and whatever with Gruden being out and all that fun stuff, so. It'll be interesting. I mean, he's not going to get a job in football ever again. Hopefully, He's still he's part money. owner of the Raiders. Is he part owner? Yes. How he's, the fuck? He still has stake in ownership with the Raiders. He's just not on the field anymore. He gets paid regardless. That's those are funny. separate contracts. Whether or not they're going to avoid that contract, I doubt it. Oh, those are separate things. But he still has stake in ownership, so he'll still get paid. Um, so no matter what happens, it, but, 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 did you see Dave Chappelle's new Netflix thing? I didn't. I've seen all of the memes about it. I didn't realize. I, I heard everyone, like, people just started randomly talking about Dave Chappelle, and I started seeing memes, and it was like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't even realize he had a Netflix show that was out. This is the first I'm hearing. So, <laughs> so I will it, absolutely be watching that this evening. It is amazing. I already I know. He's, like, my favorite person on the planet. Yes. And that ties really in. Is. That ties into what I don't. I don't want to say it's what tied in because it's a part of that ties into what Gruden got in trouble for. So you can I watch it, quote. and then we can go back to this next Tuesday and be like, "Hey, man, remember that?" Because it makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, and we can go from there. But it is going to be a shitstorm. Um, in a similar vein, what about Kyrie Irving of the Boston Celtics? So it, it, I don't. I don't think he's going to cave like Andrew Wiggins did. No, the team just announced that they were basically he's like whatever they call it, he's not playing. He can't even practice. They were talking they were talking about letting him play um out like not at home because of the covid restrictions in New York or Boston, but he was able to play uh Boston. like other Crazy games. In Brooklyn, you had it right. Yeah. No, is it is it Brooklyn? Brooklyn. He played for the Boston Celtics. I said Boston Celtics. Yeah, he was there. Now he's in New York. I just wanted to get it right because, you know, we're going to put this out there. And I don't want you to look like you have this all your face egg. So. Uh. Oh, it's total. It's fine. I, I was, li- I w- I'm literally reading a Rolling Stone article about it. And I, tr- and I thought I had done so effectively to not fuck up the team name. I don't give a fuck about basketball. I'm just like Kyrie Irving a lot right now because of everything he's doing. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, I think that it's His good. story is what I'm watching. Well, it's it's funny because just like the uh, God damn it, that other one that you that you posted the other day about anti-vaxxers are flat earthers now. Um, he's their poster child for it now because that's what he is. He's a flat earther and he's all these different things. Um, where the fuck did that even come from? Flat Earth. Like where just where? I know flat earthers. I'm not hating on the flat earthers, okay? Because if you talk, it's a conversation. Yeah, don't judge me. It's a conversation I can't even entertain because I can admit that I'm just not mentally able to go where they go with it. Like, I don't care one way or another. I'm not a flat earther. I feel like the earth is very much a sphere. And unless all the governments in the world were able to corroborate together to like simultaneously... Uh, cast like fake footage of space like that would be pretty interesting we can't get along about anything but we've all decided the whole world's decided to you know hide that the earth is flat so that's why i can't entertain it but i've heard some shit and i'd be like okay and i'm tempted to just just a little bit read what they're talking about and i'm like no don't do it right you gotta yeah don't do it don't do it just get out of there I can't, I can't do it. I don't understand it. And it's one of those things that I don't want to put my energy into it. No offense to him, but it's like, I, I got other shit I got to focus on. So no, I'm right there with my, there's a person whom I love in my life, whom, whose name I will not mention. This person 
was trying to uh, defend the flat earth theory by telling me, you know, uh, if the earth was spinning, why doesn't all the water fly off of the earth? Okay, so this is the first. <laughs> so I said, obviously, hello, gravity, right? Like we're spinning. And the response I got was, that's just the theory. So I went and was like, that's not a theory. Of course, it's it's actually just a theory. It's never been proven, which is interesting, although I feel like it's objectively obvious. And so I told him, well, you know, if you took a balloon and you filled it full of water and you spun that balloon super fast, the water's not moving. The centrifugal force and all that will keep the water down. That person was very upset and the conversation ended at that point. But I just, just to illustrate the pathways in which these conversations start and how they might turn out for you. <laughs> they don't They're turn not... out well. I don't, I don't debate very well. I mean, I do debate very well, but I get very passionate when I debate and I just don't care. Like who cares? Well, depends on, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Well, they must... believe it's flat and it's, we're being, it's being hidden because the existence of a fine, of a finite universe would prove God, right? Like it would prove creation. Right. So that's kind of, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. But how does it being round not prove? Like, <laughs> no, I get, like, I get it. I get it. It's, it's, yeah. It, I, mm, mm. I just can't do it. I can't. I, it's, it's, it's difficult, but I think Kyrie is going to stay. If he stayed this long with flat earthers, he's going to stay this long with the Vax thing and he's not going to give. Um, I mean, he gets paid regard. He's got. He's been paid. He's got money, right? But he's also said he doesn't give a fuck about the money, and he'll sit out. He did it with everything that was going on a couple years ago when he was sitting for protests and all that stuff too. He goes, "I don't need for it." Black Lives Matter. So, yeah, which is funny because every a lot of people that are for him to sit out for the vaccine were against him sitting out for those beliefs. But am I okay? Well, this that's not a good look, there, Chief. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, but. At the same time, Black Lives Matter has is now on our side. In New York alone, like 73% of the African-American community is not vaccinated. Right. So all of these mandates are disproportionately affecting people of color. And we need people of color to like be loud about it because it's literally the same. It's not the same, but it's the same shit. It's discrimination based on the weirdest. People pick the weirdest things to discriminate against. Well, like, since when did people care so much about fucking vaccines? When they were told to. It's crazy. So, um, my homie, uh, I don't want to say her name, but the one that we were talking about before we started recording, she mentioned, or uh, she posted, and I'll, and I'll read it exactly for what it is, um, which made a lot of <laughs> a lot of sense to me. It was an interview from the 1960s, I want to say, possibly the 70s. Oh, damn it, I was already on her page. Um... The KGB, how they were demoralizing people. Uh, to where he said, as I mentioned before, this is Yuri Bezmenov. As I mentioned before, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who is demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Even if I shower him with information, with authentic proof, with documents and pictures, he will refuse to believe it. That's the tragedy of the situation of demoralization, which is what we're in now. And now it's in that it was in the 60s. Uh, they did psychological experiments, and that's how it found out that if you bombard human subjects with fear messages, 
nonstop in two months or less, the subjects are completely brainwashed and believe the false message. So how? Yeah, but she's talking about us. She is talking about us. But well, no, she's not. She's on our anti-vax stuff. Um, Nobody, what is happening? No, 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 no. The other one that I thought that you knew who's the same age as my sister. Uh, the older one. Um, you know, Brandy. Uh, that's not her name, but it's like that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm going to need you to catch on real quick. <laughs> so she's on our side about the misinformation with, with people because she's 100. That's why she left and moved to Arizona. To get out of California for this for this whole instance. Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm sorry. Welcome back, Jamie. I'm sorry, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know, man. I was like, I know. That, that maybe. <laughs> you gonna drink? You, do know. you gonna drink some water you, in a second? Yeah, you got a little. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a sip of my beverage. Is it? Oh, your beverage. It's not even water. It's it's just a little dry in the mouth. Is that is that, is that what's happening? <laughs> what, what about it? You, you froze for a second. Oh no, you froze, bro. You keep freezing. Uh, was it dry mouth a little bit? Your mouth a little 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 parched? Yeah, I choked a little bit on my own words. Oh, is that, is the that foot what, in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what it is. So how long has this been going on with the demoralization of people? And now people believe it. They believe everything, and they will not believe the truth because of what they've been pumped with for almost two years now. So, so it's funny that you mention this because the last 24 hours I've spent arguing about Christopher Columbus <laughs> and I, I gotta tell you I don't give a rat's ass about Christopher Columbus oh, I have never fucking celebrated Christopher Columbus Day I don't even know the poem that we're all supposed to know I don't know that There's one a poem? yeah the 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue that's all I got there's that's more it. than that yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a bit like a whole poem. I don't know that. That's cool. uh, I, I definitely never grew up caring. But just with that in mind, I also don't hate the guy. But, like, I'm not under any illusions about what people did <laughs> under the crown for Spain in the 1400s. Like, I conservatives that like really defend the guy like he's a saint like you have two narratives to the point you were talking about you have one three really you have the left which is like he's a fucking ravenous you know racist murderer which is not untrue but then you have the right that's like no man he was this he was this wonderful saint and he uh yelled at all of his crew members that were raping and killing people throughout the caribbean and He's really a good guy and, you know, is doing the Lord's work. And then there's me where it's like, hmm, no, the span. I mean, he was probably was doing what he thought was the Lord's work. But that's because the Catholic Church lied to everybody about the Lord (laughs) and the crown didn't give a shit about anything but money and gold. The Spanish crown is one of the most brutal monarchies in the history of Europe and Columbus initiated the transatlantic slave trade. I'm just in here like, I just, I, what world am I in? I said on my Instagram, I said, the greatest trick the left ever did was getting a bunch of Republicans to defend a guy that started the transatlantic slave trade and whose conquests literally funded this transatlantic slave trade, which went on for like two or three millennia. 
what the fuck? I had some girl in my comments saying, we can't, uh, uh, like, there's this uh, young woman from Turning Points who I actually really like. She's just a really young, zealous Republican, and they always hop on whatever extreme position the right is taking. They always hop on it and run with it. And she was saying the same shit. She was like, you can't judge people by the past by today's standards. When was rape, pillage, murder okay? Were people in the 1400s like, this is just a part of life. The Spanish are coming. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, I'm no. It's objectively bad then. It's objectively bad now. Columbus may not have realized it, but purifying people's souls through violence is not actually a thing supported in any biblical theology. Right. So, uh, I, but the the stark positions these people. This lady was like, you should go look. You should go look at the quotes from this particular gentleman. It was the priest that traveled with Columbus, and I did. There's one good one, and there's like 87 horrible ones where he talks about everything that they were doing. Like, I'm like, and I pasted them in the comment, and I was like, yeah, here's some quotes from him, and what am I missing? Like, I don't get what, and she just was like, you're spreading misinformation, just learn your history. I'm like, bitch, you told me to go look this guy up, and this is, there's like a lot of them. He wrote a whole ass book. Right. You picked one excerpt out, and she's like, well, I, there's the Stanford guy who studied him for 20 years, and this is what he says. Meanwhile, I'm an idiot because I cited academic sources that conflict with her narrative of Columbus. So I tell her, I'm like, you just, you just share with me a Stanford, one guy at Stanford. You, that's your entire basis. I'm like, I'm no Columbus expert. I never gave a fuck about the guy until I was either racist for not caring or, you know what I mean? Right. Or told that I'm like a woke leftist retard because I don't care. I'm like, this is a topic that both sides piss, piss off apparently. So, I, but anyways, back to your point of, there is definitely alternative realities that people are living in and you can't even have a middle ground. You can't say, hey, can we just objectively say that the Crusades were probably not a good thing and people were like, but the Muslims came in first. Okay, can we objectively say that what the Muslims did wasn't okay and then what the Christians did in retaliation is also not okay. Right. <laughs> like. We can be thankful for the series of events that led to the establishment of the United States. That's fine. But we can also discuss how fucked up it was and not edify. You have to, you have to hate it no matter what, uh, from, from top to bottom. And if you you have to hate it or love it one way or another, right. And you're fucked no matter what you do. And that's just like, I don't have any issue with indigenous people's day. The only thing that irritates me is I don't give, I don't, I don't think the left gives a shit about indigenous people. They don't. <laughs> I think it's a virtue signal. Same thing with Superman. Superman's son, Clark Kent's son's gay now. And I'm like, okay, what? that's annoying because it's Superman. I, it's not that I have an issue with anything gay. It's like, why is there, there's just like this constant attack on shit that like is, I don't know. Well, I think that that's been my thing. Like I have... A lot of gay friends. That doesn't mean like, uh, well, I have my black friends, so I can say what I want. That's not what I mean. Right. It's, and I've talked to them about this, not about that, because I didn't even know Superman had a son. So that's news to me. Me neither. This whole thing is just. I didn't know me. until he was gay, and that's kind of my point. Well, nobody can fuck, but now that he's gay, he's in the top of center of the news. I don't care if Captain America has a wife. Right. That's my point. Care if Hawkeye's dating somebody or has three kids like he does in the MCU. I don't want to see him kiss anybody. I don't want to see 
you know, Superman's son have a boyfriend. I don't want to see Black Widow have a girlfriend. I don't want to see... I, I come to see you guys fight and theoretically right. kill each other. Save the world! Like, that's that's it. Uh, and I think that if the... And from what I've what I've talked about people, because I'm not gay, so I can't... I don't really have, like, that much of a, a stake in it because it doesn't really affect me. I'm... Apparently, I can identify with a lot of them because I'm a straight white male. So when you talk to, to, to them about it, they don't like the turning Captain America gay, turning Superman gay. It's, it's funny. Make they your don't. own superhero that is, but don't overdo it to where it's like, okay, that's like making fun of us gay, but not it's just... It's clearly a you, virtue signal, right? Yeah. Like you, you can put the same efforts in creating a new superhero with a comic run and do all that and get it out there in the same way you can with Superman's son and have the same shit. A lot of people that are going to read comics are going to read those no matter what. It's that right. you're, you're trying to signal the people that don't. That's like changing sports because the logos are racist like in hockey they're i well it's not like in hockey i'm they're gonna go after the blackhawks and they have written permission from the tribe from the guy who was the chief that is the head of the blackhawks that's the logo and people are offended by it and so now they're and it's already started and it's always caucasian people that don't caucasian even watch parents. the fucking sport right it's right. you. You don't even have a stake in this. It's 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 little fucking Jane who's bored in eighth grade history class who learned a new fucking word that now they're upset about it. Now we're gonna fucking go change the world. And then you go about your merry little way and you don't ever fucking watch it. But you don't take the time to research it. You, I will say, did a lot more than I would when somebody said go do the research. Well, okay, then I will. Well, here's what I found. Now what? Which goes back to what I was saying the other day about numbers for COVID. We can't rightfully, I don't know if I said it on our podcast, if I was just a conversation, we can't rightfully assess any numbers because A, we don't have access to all the fucking data. B, right. we don't know how to realistically assess said data when we have the numbers presented to us. And C, the second we see something, generally, not saying we as in you and I, I sometimes do this, but if I read something that doesn't fit what I want to feel at that moment, I'm not going to read it anymore. I'm going to go read something that goes with my bias. And that's just what we do as fucking people. That's why not everybody goes over the fucking data. And right. it's shitty that you can't trust the people that go over the data because now they have a bias agenda for what they want to push and what they want to fucking do. So it's frustrating. Um, I do it a lot with sports when it's like, oh, that bullshit analyst doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, I played hockey for 20 years, so I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm better than you. You never skated. So it's like, well, now I'm going to feed it. Why? Because I know what I'm talking about. But over here, I right. don't. And you know what I mean? It, it's just a, a roundabout way just so I feel good. Not, well, let me fucking eat this humble pie because I was wrong. And I don't want to be wrong. But it sucks. It is what it is. Um, I had to eat some humble pie yesterday on the Christopher Columbus quote. Why? Kind of played to their played to their hand a little bit. Um, there's a quote. I, I mean, I was I actually what prompted me to even mention it was I was watching an Instagram video of a friend. Um, I don't know this person, a, an Instagram friend who um, it was a pastor and it was a prominent pastor, but I don't remember his name. He does a lot of the, I, actually he's not a pastor. He's a historian who does a lot of these like history reviews for like PragerU and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was talking about Columbus and the things, I mean, he was really putting him on it like a pedestal. Like he was honestly some saint. And I was like, what the hell was he talking about? So I go in to try and confirm what he's saying. I wasn't even trying to prove it, uh, disprove him. And I came across a bunch of academic literature that had this quote that was from him, and it was an awful quote about raping a, a, a Caribbean woman. Right. Um, it wasn't him. 
it was a crew member that followed that that traveled with him and in the quote it's saying basically that columbus had kidnapped a girl they called him lord admiral i didn't catch that when i read the quote but that's actually columbus columbus is lord admiral and um the crew member was just recounting this incident of him kidnapping this girl and giving him giving her to the crew so she could have her way and a lady who's cool as fuck, who I love, uh, kind of snarkily though, she saw an opportunity. We disagreed on the topic. She saw an opportunity to kind of eviscerate me with facts, with the, with the fact that that wasn't it. <laughs> I just told her, I was like, okay, fine, you're right. Despite the fact that plenty of academia, like I got the, I was reading, it was an excerpt from Ohio University. Like it wasn't just like some random bullshit. It was an article written by the education department at Ohio University about Christopher Columbus. So it was like, I don't know if they took it out of context. I don't know what happened, but it wasn't him that said it. It was just somebody associated with him. So I had to kind of be like, okay, you're right. It's a weird flex. I mean, do we want to talk about the girl Columbus gave to his crew member to fuck? Or do we want, I mean, is that no? Okay, fine. Never mind. You're right. Congrats. Like you win. But I had to eat the humble pie. I actually prefer, I even went on my, I posted it on several platforms. And when she told me that that was on Instagram, I went to Facebook and I said, Hey, I might have new information. I don't want to spread information. It was brought to my attention. Uh, that this wasn't a quote. You know what I mean? It's important to like fix it. It's a, it, if you're not ever going to admit that you're wrong, I mean, unless you're not wrong. I mean, I know this is the case for me quite often. All right. But if uh, if you're wrong, people will appreciate you uh, fixing it. What's New, it like being wrong? Huh? What's it like being wrong? I wouldn't know. Neither would I. Yeah. I'm never wrong. In my sports teams, um, <clears throat> like you have horrible taste in football teams so go ahead and stop recording uh <laughs> so why what did you say why mm-hmm. you talk shit about my team bro so i was just gonna end oh are you crying are you gonna cry i don't, I don't, cry. I don't cry okay so what is your take let's go let's go serious conversation again um i don't like the way that it was portrayed the mass shooting in texas I didn't even ever get on that train. So Let's look at what happened. I was at lunch on Thursday at work, and there's a bunch of us to sit down and blah blah blah. And homie, one of my one of my real good friends uh, is he's on my site, so that's fun because we talk shit all the time. He's part of the 10 hour con debate because he's a Cowboys fan uh, about the Raiders. Oh, <laughs> uh, so it's it's been it, his wife is a Niners fan, so it's 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 actually fun. Um, but smart lady, he likes that's got to be an interesting house, right? Well. If, if Well, you do know me. Um, I don't know if you know this about me. I like to debate just for the sake of debating, and I like to play devil's advocate a lot. And him and I are like the same. It's called topic. trolling in 2021, Nick. But I do it in person. I don't do it on the internet. So <laughs> I won't do it on the internet. I'll do it to your face, and that's where it gets fun. Um, and he's the same way as I am. So we're sitting at lunch, and he's like, oh, there's a mass shooting in Texas. It's like, what the fuck? So I do what you're doing right now, and I Google it, and I look it up, and I click it, and I read it, and I said, this is bullshit. And he goes, what are you talking about? I was like, that's not a mass shooting. I was like, the way that it, the way that, that clicks in my mind is somebody walked into a place or went into an establishment with a weapon. Two people were shot, and two others suffered unspecified injuries. Correct. So this was a fight at a school, and homie pulled out a gun because of whatever they were beefing and shot. And that's where the people got hurt. So I said, okay, so homie was in a fist fight. Homie was losing. This is my guess. I don't know. Um, and he started shooting, which is typical. I mean, you and I grew up in the same area. That happens. 
I'm not saying it's okay, but it happens. That's not a mass shooting, but that's what headlines are just for fucking clicks. And that's not what it is. Now, there's a dude I know. I don't know his name off the top of my head on TikTok. I've liked a couple of his videos about this topic because he goes in on it. And I get, I, he goes in on the neighborhood that they grew up in or that he, that he grew up in. He goes in on the school that he went to and he said that it's the parents' fault for this situation. Your son is 18 years old. He has a persona on Instagram driving his Dodge Charger to school, flexing on people with his gun in the fucking car door when he's getting out, showing it off, and blah, blah, blah. This is the kid that shot people? Yeah. And then apparently the backstory to this is, no matter I don't know if this was the guy, but he has a history of getting bullied. So maybe that's why he has the gun. So, so I, w- I just pulled up an NPR article that says basically what you're saying. There had been fights at school. He had been robbed several times, and he brought a gun to con- to protect himself. A fight ensued, and it's a student, two students, whatever died, but a teacher was shot also. Was that the pregnant one, or is she the one that just fell? Because I think a pregnant lady fell, I guess, running or got hurt, or one of the two. Um, but well, just as two people were shot, and two others suffered unspecified injuries. Right. So... With that, I don't want to say... Now, this is where it gets kind of hairy for me because I don't ever want to say you're a product of what you're putting out there because, that to me, that ties in quickly because this has been used against me. This is where I've been wrong for saying that. Of So are you saying girls in short skirts deserve to be raped? I'm not saying that. But I'm right. saying if I put out an attitude, which I used to put this attitude out there, that when I walk into a room, I'm, I'm the biggest dick now. I'm going to swing it around and who's going to fucking challenge me? People are going to challenge you. And I don't know if that was the case, but that's essentially what dude was saying, that your pa- that his parents never sat him down and humbled him for the blessings that he has. Because I guess where dude is from, wherever he's making these videos from, I'll send you the TikToks. Uh, yeah. That they're fighting to get out of those areas to be in the area that he grew up in and lives in. So what are you trying to do? What, what are you trying to perceive? What are you trying to put out there? And you're 18 years old. You're bringing a gun into the school that's more premeditated than anything now. And now that's good. Well, now that's what's going to be argued is that you have a history of being bullied. Now you're bringing a loaded weapon onto school grounds. Now what happens? And it's more of a, yeah, now we need to address the bullying issue, which we need to address that no matter what across the board. But now people are dead. People are hurt because. You shot the 15 year old victim four times. See, wait, he was bullied by a 15 year old. Yeah. The kid he killed was a 15 year old. So a sophomore, which is, it sucks and that's hard uh they had been feuding for some time sorry uh i don't actually have any idea to turn off the sound on my chromebook there we go sorry i was jamming bro that was a that was some kind of ad like my chromebook be taking me to just all kinds of weird gross i don't want to hear google i don't want to hear it's google it's disgusting sorry (laughs) (laughs) but that was the that was a big topic because i know that because our segment is called what the fuck? And I'm going to have the audio intro. We need to do a video intro uh, for it. I'm going to put that on there. But that That'd was a cool. topic for me that I wanted to discuss with you. Um, because that resonated a lot. Of I was, up until sophomore year, I was bullied all through high school. All through middle school. All because I was a skinny fucking tiny white kid with a loud mouth. So I was kind of bullied, but it was also kind of like, hey man, you need to learn to shut the fuck up. Otherwise, this is going to keep happening to you. I didn't learn to shut the fuck up. I just learned how to fight. So that's where I went with it. Um, 
I didn't even stop talking shit when there was a drive-by at my house because I just that's what I did. Uh, but I've I've never understood the mentality of if you're getting bullied or getting your ass whooped to pull a gun. You know what I mean? I've I've never oh for sure. I've never understood that. I've I've been stabbed before in a fight and it's still never pull a gun. You know what I mean? And that's and that's a mentality I'm never gonna understand. I don't know if I want to understand it. Um, I've never been afraid of an ass whooping. You're what? I've never been afraid of an ass Fuck whooping. No. I don't... Fuck no. And that's why I, I debate, I troll, as you said, in, in face-to-face. Because uh, if you're going to say something stupid and ignorant, then you're going to get a punch in the mouth if it happens. So... <laughs> it ain't going to be a, let me just, uh, you know, find your shit. I be feeling the same way, but I'm too old for this shit. These people, these people got me feeling some kind of way these days. I, I be just reaching out to people I care about, like, hey, I love you. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, this shit is just. I'm at the point where I feel like, like I just I know that there's more people that are gonna come to, you know, wake up that are gonna, you know, we call it the woke moment, the moment you realize it's all bullshit. Like, there's that's gonna still happen, but like. I don't necessarily want to be the person responsible for that anymore. Like, I just want to share the information I have and make people laugh. It's disheartening. Um, it is. And I, and I'm so cynical. I, I am a, I'm an introvert pessimist. <laughs> I really present as this, I mean, I'm a confident person, but I present this confident exterior because it's just easier. You know what I mean? If you're intimidated by, me being caught the way that I am aggressive, right? Let's just, okay. Okay. I'm aggressive. Let's just say it. (laughs) If if you, if you're threatened by that, it's better that we not communicate because I'm an equal opportunity, like offender. I, I, I just say the shit that comes to my brain. I don't really think about the consequences. (laughs) Fuck the consequences. See, it's, I was very, I felt very, hmm. I don't want to say defeated because that's what I put with with me having to get my shot um, on Monday when I was shut down from the board that I was, oh. I was trusted with that. It's like, Nick, you have to, uh, again, this is just something that they want a, uh, an apprentice to be the spokesman for the fucking committee to let them know what's happening with this uh, little mini union meeting we have. And they're like, dude, you're the most passionate one. You should do it. All right, fuck it. I'll do it. I get on this board meeting. It's a Zoom call and the director of my school is on it too. So I'm like, well, this isn't going to go well because him and I just spent an hour last week arguing about this shit. And I was right. And there's people that are from the national level with my union that are there on this on this meeting. People that are high up in my local that are there on this meeting. And they ask me what happened. Uh, just give me, just Nick, give us a report on what happened at the, the meeting. I was like, well, the younger apprentices are for it. So they say. Um, the older apprentices aren't, whether they're vaccinated or not. Uh, I know a lot of younger apprentices that aren't for it and they're willing to relinquish their positions in your apprenticeship. If this is being forced and passed through, even though it seems like it already is. So there's going to be a shortage of workforce. Now, if this happens, I wanted to tell you, you have access to a religious exemption as an an employee. No. And I, and I told him, I told him that I told everybody in this meeting that I tell everybody I come in contact with about that. And before I can get any further, the director of the school stops because I, I kind of paused and maybe this is where I fucked up. I paused to give them a chance to have a rebuttal, to have something to say. So there is some sort of 
They weren't looking for a conversation. So I noticed that when everybody had their video off, I was like, okay, maybe that's just what they do. And the one lady who my entire apprenticeship, I've never had to interact with because I've never been, you know, I'm, you know, Mr. Goody Two-Shoes apparently. I've never been in trouble to go in front of the board. She just threatens to kick people out, right? So she's up there on wherever she is with her Zoom meeting and she's not looking at me. She's writing something down. She's, I don't know if it's notes. She's flipping through paper. She's just not paying attention. So I'm like, okay, so let me give a chance to make sure that you're at least paying attention to me to acknowledge what I just said. And as I paused, the director comes in and he says, yep, it's across the board. Everyone's pretty much for it except for one or two people that aren't. And I was like, that's that's not what I said. Uh, I said, we, this, and then he proceeded to say, once I said that's not what I said, he proceeded to say, there was some pushback, so we only talked about the vaccine the entire time, uh, the entire hour. But next time there's going to be more progress in other meetings. I said it was pushed out for an hour because of me. Because I have questions. I have concerns. I'm done in this apprenticeship. So what I say for myself doesn't matter for me because I'm done. It's for the younger apprentices who are willing to give up their career, and that's fucked up. Apparently when I said fucked up, now it's a problem. Now I'm being aggressive. I'm like, I can't talk without swearing. My bad. I'm a construction worker, bro. Like, that's part right. of the fucking perks of it. You know what I mean? Um, and then I can just tell from that point on that I'm like, and in my mind, without changing game and talking, because they have a three-hour meeting. I had class in an hour, but they had a three-hour meeting. And uh, instead of changing game to actually talk, I just threw my hands up and fuck it. And then sat back. I said, is that all? Can I go? And then I just logged off. And I felt like I didn't do what I was supposed to do for what people wanted me to do to be their voice. And I was upset about it. But it, but then at the same time, I'm like, I got the ball rolling with the director of the school. I will talk to the fucking committee. I want to go to the meetings and do all that stuff too. But at the same time, I'm being used as a scapegoat. I'm not, not a scapegoat. Maybe that's wrong. I'm just being used as you're being you're you you're being used to placate the anti-vaxxers so that the board can pretend that they had an open discussion about this before they do what they were already going to do in the first place. There's that aspect of it which I know, but there's also the other side of it that they're too afraid to speak up for themselves so I get to do it and then they can right. say they supported me and it just didn't work and they could either blame me for not working or whatever it is but they didn't put themselves in that situation to rise the fuck up. I know. No, I was just going to say, you can speak for people all day long. It's no longer the time for proxy spokespeople. People need to speak up themselves. They need to make it known. They need to show up to the board meetings. Everybody should have been in your living room so that they could stand behind you while you were on that Zoom meeting. Right. Now, I mean, that's, I mean, I was looking at the same way as we do like community politics. And what you described to me is the same thing people experience when we go up and we talk in front of the school boards or we go up and we talk in front of our legislatures during open sessions where, you know, people are commenting on stuff they're passing in our name. They literally are on their phones. They writing notes. They, I mean, we, they laugh at people. Yeah. <laughs> they literally laugh at people and turn off their microphones. It's ceremonial. That's all. So aggressive is really, I don't see that as being a bad thing, but you're not really, it's not really a conversation. It's just next time go into it thinking like you need to just, write down everything like a like a speech of what you want them to hear it's like at least it's on the record it's not going to be a conversation but you got what you said on the record right and that's kind of just how like those stupid ceremonial things tend to work it's not really a conversation it's just people sharing their opinions and the board votes on it yep so it's like 
depending on who your board members are, you know. Um, but so New York, a New York judge just ruled, this is like breaking right before I hopped on here. A New York judge ruled that you, New York had to accept religious exemptions for temporary right now. But that's a land, that is a big, big ruling. That means big things for everybody else in the country. So it sort of relit that religious exemption light, you know what I mean? For people to not be so uh, discouraged to give it a try. And then simultaneously, an organization called the Brownstone Organizations, they collected 30 peer-reviewed studies that you can give to your board your you know health you know agencies politicians your boss to support natural immunity as a superior form of protection against covid 30 peer-reviewed studies big studies so those are on my link tree and all of my bios now so that people have access to that info was our last podcast before or after my committee meeting not the one yesterday uh last week i think i had it on wednesday we had our podcast on tuesday right i was gonna say i think it was before so that hour that I was uh, arguing with him, I was the only one that was speaking up. Um, and everybody else is, is he, he made it the, the director. Um, I don't give a fuck. You know, I, I'm going to, uh, fuck his name in he, in his name. His last name is Bates and my phone. His name is master Bates. And that was very fun for me. Um, so that's what it is. And as I'm talking to master Bates, he's, he's very condescending. Right. And, of course. I ask, the, I ask a lot of questions. He's a politician. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. So I asked him. I said, hey, man, is the board vaxxed? No, that's a lie. That was that was not time to answer that question. I said, how come the ladies in the office don't have to wear a mask, which I love the ladies in the office. We get along great. They have my brand shirts. They wear it to work all the time. It's fucking amazing. So I felt bad narking on them, but at the same time, fuck them. So how come the ladies in the office don't have to wear a mask if there's signs posted everywhere no face mask, no entry, and if we as apprentices get caught three times without our face mask, we get sent in front of the board and kicked out of the school. So what the fuck is that about? And his little snarky ass said, you know, there's a saying in politics that if you have to explain yourself, you've already lost. I said, hey, man, that's cool. This isn't politics. I asked you a fucking question. And, well, they're within seven feet from each other, and when they walk around the office or go to the bathroom, they put their mask on. I said, no, they don't. Well, human error. I said, but my human error gets me kicked out. Their human error gets them to not wear a mask. So how the fuck does this work? I said, how come they don't have to be vaccinated? Well, it's part of their CBA that they don't house it. So they're in a separate union than what I'm in? Well, because they're teachers. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I said, so now they don't have to do shit that I have to do. Postal workers don't have to do shit that I have to do. Same thing with prison guards. And you stupid motherfuckers. And I point you want to know who else? Who? Teachers. Congress. Oh, Congress. Congress is exempt from vaccination. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and all the fucking little dumbasses in this class in this fucking meeting are just like, "Well, we should get it." I was like, "Go fuck yourself, dude. If you want to get it, I don't care. Don't tell me what to do. I, I don't give a fuck." And I said, "Hey, guess what, stupid? I already have it. It ain't about that. It's about the other people who don't fucking want to get it that don't that shouldn't have to be forced to get it." So now this dumb motherfucker, I said, "Hey, who wrote this up?" I said, "What what what guidelines are we following?" Well, I just wrote it up with the committee. I said, so we're not following nobody except for you. And he goes, I mean, essentially, okay, cool. So what's your goal? You want 100% vaccinated? Yeah. Awesome. So what does that mean? Everyone gets to take their mask off? Well, in theory, yeah, but we'd have to go with what the county says. I said, no, 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 no. You said you just wrote this. 
So now are you following the county? Are you following the state? What the fuck are you doing? I said, because it's going to go with the one that's more strict. Which one are you following? Well, I guess I would say the county. And then another dude next to me who's against it brought up religious exemption. And he goes, well, the Vatican just came. The Pope came out and said the Vatican's not against uh, vaccination. Same thing with the Jehovah. Okay, Witness. I'm I said, not a Catholic. That's I great. said, guess what, Catholic. buddy? Doesn't fucking matter what religion you are. You can't fucking ask. You want to try it? Go ahead. You can open the civil lawsuit all you want to. You can't ask shit, dude. And he's kind of like, what? I was like, you can't ask nothing. What they practice, yeah. how long, where they go, none of that shit. Ain't your business. Just like if I get this little jabby-jabby, ain't your fucking business. And I'm saying it to him just like this. He gets very upset at me. And that's why I wasn't invited to this meeting. I wasn't supposed to be part of their little circle. But the person who was didn't want to go. And so they're like, hey, who's going who's gonna to represent our class? Everyone's like, Nick. I'm like, fuck y'all. Like, so he was very pale as a pale as my fucking jersey when I said, "Hey, where's this meeting at today?" Oh, you're going? Yep. Is <laughs> what are we gonna do now? So, what was I saying before when I said the wrong thing? I asked this guy. I said, "Hey, is the board fucking vaxxed? I oh, said, yeah. "If they're pushing it on us, is the board fucking vaxxed? He goes, "I don't know." I said, "So you're pushing it on us, and you don't know if they are." Well, I assume they are. I said, "But." I'm the type of person, I will never ask anybody to do something I will not do. And I find it very disrespectful if you do that. I already have the email, I pulled out my phone, right here, I read the date off, that you said in the heart of COVID last May, I almost said March, last May, that we have to be in person if we want to complete this course, correct? Yeah. And I have it right here that you flat out said, if we are not there, the board is not happy and does not get their money. That is your words to a T. So all this is about money. Well, it's always about money. But we're also, we want the safety of everybody. So what do you say? The safety of everybody to put out good, uh, did I say what I do for a living? I'm not going to say what I do for a living. Fuck it. Good electricians. I said, look, dude, then focus on good electricians and not what fucking medicine we take, because that ain't your goddamn business. You ain't a doctor. Right. And then I got shut down by some chick on Zoom, and I was like, all right, whatever, I'm done talking. So <laughs> I was angry. I was angry. That's a bummer, because it's always a <laughs> Stop it, COVID. COVID. <laughs> I spit all over my shirt. There's a big Ew. movie in there somewhere. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) You have no idea. (laughs) Um, Um, I had to watch it, so... (laughs) Did you see it fly out on camera? I didn't. But last time we had a podcast, I spit on my laptop. I had to apologize for it. Yeah, but I couldn't see that either. I only knew because you you snitched on yourself. I'm a narc. What can I say? (laughs) But, I don't know. It's frustrating all the way around. Um... But I will say that I am happy with uh, Southwest and Amtrak right now. Yeah, the pilots are dope. Most of them are retired military. Yeah, yeah. They're like, fuck around and flying. And then I read it on some stupid leftist publication that classified the pilots as domestic terrorists because they walked out on their job and halted flights all over the nation. Like, Oh, I saw that bullshit. These people believe they're entitled to fly. <laughs> so just with, uh, I'm not saying that racism is dead because it's not, it's, it's, it's not, I don't think it's ever going to die uh, as sad as that is. However, 
if you say everything is racist, nothing is racist anymore. Same right. thing with if, with if you say everything is a domestic terrorist, like the fucking moms that are angry and now pilots that aren't going to fly. What the fuck is real right now? Like, what what yes, is the actual Parents threat? are domestic terrorists. Parents are domestic terrorists. Uh, pilots are now domestic terrorists. Uh, like Christians are pretty much, you know, what was the other one? Uh, oh, well, Trump supporters are domestic terrorists. Yeah. If you are anywhere near, you know, if you're any, if you think anything let that the January sixth insurrection was anything less than like some weird publicity stunt that seemed like a setup, I don't understand. It's just you're a terrorist. We're all domestic terrorists. My, uh, yeah, I don't know. But that plays into what I said that that, that article said that if you fear monger for how long, then people right. start to believe it. So you say that shit for how many months that up oh, this person domestic terrorist, domestic terrorist is racist, racist, racist. Then all of a sudden, now you're divisive. And now you are split in the middle, and here's what's happening. And it's bullshit. And it's it's very sickening and hard to see. And I'm and I'm witnessing it firsthand uh, with my kid's mom who believes all that shit. And I I see the difference when my kids come over and I can tell they've had a conversation because they don't fully believe it. They're, they're not stupid, but they're torn. when mom says something, you don't want to just say you're fucking stupid and you don't just want to side with dad. You want to say you're fucking stupid, but it puts them in a shitty position, but at the same time, your kids are old enough to have the conversations. They should have the conversation. And I tell them, and I, ever since they were, I want to say my youngest son's age, I, I've always told everybody, question everything. I don't give a fuck if it's me. Right. You find a respectful way to question everything. And that's how it should be. Why? Because that's how you fucking learn. Whether or not you are friends with that person or you respect or whatever, you need to understand why they're saying or believing a certain way if you feel compelled to have your dog in that fight. You need to understand and form your own opinion, not just say, Jamie made sense, I'm going to jump behind her. What if not everything made sense and you don't really agree with that? Same thing with me. Same thing with your mom. Same thing with, you know, your teacher. Understand where they're coming from. Pull what they're fighting for and why. And then formulate your own opinion and then spit it back. That's how conversations work. That's how people grow. That's how shit is fixed and resolved. But nobody wants to do that. Ever. I don't know. It's annoying. I get mad. I I don't have much... um... But that was more of like my kids to people too. Like I, I mean, my kids I can handle because you know I can. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't do that. Uh, I can. Uh... I'm worried about my kids, man. Just in kids in general. I was holding my two year old tonight, and just like he was, it was a moment where he wasn't like, you know, completely terrorizing me in my house. He was like peaceful and just sitting there on the, you know, on my lap, and we were just watching Mickey Mouse for the eight millionth time. And Same show? Same I episode? just. Was, yeah. Uh, Same episode, you can quote it, and you know what Mouse Jules coming out. He can quote it. He's two. He'll be like, you know, it's so funny. There's an episode of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse where Goofy is like some Disney be sending some (laughs) subliminals. Let me just tell you, he's like a yoga master, like a Gandhi, like you know, I don't know, be the blah blah blah. Anyways, Goofy has this thing with baloney, 
And I, I don't really know where it comes from, but Goofy just really likes baloney. And so he's he's like doing this meditation where he goes, be the baloney. And Tyson will literally be like, be the baloney. <laughs> and I'm like sitting there like, oh, shit. And now we get him these like, you know, these cheap little like, you know, snack, not Lunchables, but like different brand of like snack crackers, like the little ham and cheese. Boy, all all that hamburger meat. I mean, all lunch meat is bologna. He knows nothing. He doesn't know ham, turkey. It's all bologna. <laughs> but he, I just he, I was just sitting there thinking about like at this moment in time, everything is peaceful, and you know I'm happy. And it, but it became so real to me, just like when you kind of go in the dark places in your own mind, how like it could literally not be. I was talking to a friend about this tonight. We talked for like two hours, like we're not far from being completely like, I don't think we're ever going to get America back the way that it was before. Like years, it's, it's gone. It really is gone forever. We've over-regulated ourselves. We could, we could still savage a lot, salvage a lot of the United States, but our ideology is what made us powerful. And that's gone. Patriotism, faith, you know, principle, sovereignty, wrong and right, family. It's all, it's completely erased, <laughs> completely. I, and I'm, I was sad, like, we, we're not that far off from living in, you know, I mean, Nazi Germany wasn't a long time ago. People really stood by and were normal while the Nazis led the Jews to slaughter. It's really a harrowing idea. I mean, not most of the Nazi party, you know, most of Germany was not a part of the Nazi party. Hitler won with a minority because people were complacent. And it's crazy to me that, number one, that that's possible, that there are people that exist. I mean, I guess it's not crazy, and I'm not judging people that make decisions to save their own ass. Uh, You don't owe anyone to fight on their behalf. Some people just do, some people don't, don't, don't. And I'm not one of those people that thinks that people that don't are cowards. But I have a hard time of understanding somebody that could just let that go by. But it's becoming so much more clear to me how easy that that happens, how quickly that that turns into into something. The Jews were looked at as horrible, disgusting uh, cockroaches on German society. And now it's the anti-vaxxers and we're really not far. Um, people are losing their jobs, they're, like we're just really not far from it being like a sec, you know, unvaccinated people have to eat outside. Like, what? You can't go on cruise ships. You can't travel. You can't go to concerts. You can't do anything. They're gonna tell you you can't fucking shop. They're gonna. I mean, I don't. I still feel like we have some time to convince most of America. Like we got to do something to separate the the media. Like we got to do. That's why this alternative social media idea is interesting. Like we have to break tech. Somehow we have to get off Google. We have to get off Facebook. We have to get off Instagram. Um, but there's no pathway for that now. Like I just, I don't know. It's just very clear that there's going to be a, a class of citizens. You know, the Bible always says it's Christians. I think it will be Christians eventually, but it's just crazy how easy society will pick off a section of its population to demonize and make the issue. You know, three years ago, it was white people and Trump. And now it's the unvaccinated, which they pretend are Trump supporters. And that's not the case. The only There's thing that's, that's saving it for me is I see the Southwest pilots. I see 
a lot of people that are starting to stand up. My buddy, um, the Cowboys fan, he goes to have breakfast with his daughter every Sunday. And he picks her up from her mom's house and they go have breakfast every Sunday. And I got a text today that says, dude, all these restaurants are fucking empty. Uh, we're eating outside, I think at like a Denny's or some shit. Um, all the restaurants are empty. So out here, where in the Bay Area, where a lot, and I've noticed this too, um, where you have to be vaxxed to go inside and blah, 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 blah. There's not a lot of people inside. Are they checking? Is there people at the doors checking cards? Cause, or is it the same thing with the masks? They just put signs uh, on the door and you I walk got, in? I got kicked out of my gym. Because uh, I didn't think they were going to check, and they didn't check at first. And then I randomly got spot checked. And when I was, this is in between my in between my shots. And they came up to me, and they're like, hey, uh, do you have your vaccine card? I was like, it's in my truck. And I just I didn't stop jogging, you know what I mean? Uh, Can you go get it for us? Yes. So I went and I got it like a fucking idiot. And I showed it to him. Like, oh, you can't come back in here until you're two weeks after your second shot. And I said, then pause my fucking payments on it. I'm not going to pay for it. And then the next day, my annual fee and my fucking monthly fee got taken out. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Uh, So I canceled that card. And (laughs) I'm going to... I haven't updated yet just because I'm mad. Um, That's really how we fight this. I I feel more convicted like every day. We really fight this. And I'm going to be the first person to say I give companies my Starbucks is one. They get $4.38 from me every day like clockwork. It's really important that we stop purchasing with these companies. That's the only way we hurt them is in their fucking pocketbooks. That's it. That's it. If I could orchestrate a mass exodus... (laughs) I, <clears throat> There's one actually starting on the 18th here in California. I think a walkout, right? He posted. I'm I'm doing it. Uh, Good. Tell everyone about it. Everyone needs to leave. Everyone. Yep. I agree. Um, but you're right. It's it's only going to affect people. That's the only time people care. Whether it's people that are whether it's business owners that are for this, whether it's individuals that didn't want to have a dog in this in any sort of fight. Only time it really affects them is when it affects close to home and it doesn't really get much closer than money so once you start taking money out of people's pockets then they're going to be upset so it's hard um but you're right it's not over it's it's i think that it's going to be a long grueling fight that's not going to be over in our lifetime so it's interesting to see what's going to happen but i also think we're already old as fuck and we're really not so it's it's hard with me to understand that too uh Technically, almost halfway through our our theoretical life expectancy. I'm over half if it's to mine. Well, yeah. you lose a couple, you know, weeks with every bang. <laughs> I drank three today, and I'm still fucking tired. Uh, <laughs> it's because caffeine is like any other drug. You start to build a, co- a tolerance to it, and you have to drink more in order to get the effects of it. I just need to start doing. You might as well just hook up a hard line. No. Nah. Do it. I have fennel in my truck for the really bad days of work that I can't focus. I'll I'll do that white powder quick. Uh, I need to start just doing coke like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. That is a horrible <laughs> idea. So I was just talking to a friend yesterday at my job. She was like, I just drink and do coke. <laughs> what is wrong with everyone? I'm so glad I missed the cocaine train. I have never 
done cocaine. I've only, I don't, I don't even think I've seen, I can't even recall ever seeing someone do it on anything outside of the show intervention. And part of that, I was thinking about the other day, because I hung out with people that did fucked up shit. And I didn't ever see, I mean, I saw certain shit, but I never see no shit like that. Like heavy ass drug use. And everybody I hung out with was drug ass. And I'm like, why? How did, I was like, was I just that sheltered? Like, you know, Bobby's protecting me from that shit that I like literally had no idea what was going on or... Yeah. You know, even with like my friends growing up, like in middle school and high school, like they were all doing coke. I had no idea. They like all hid it from me because I was like this. I think to them, I was like some righteous Christian kid that would judge them for their decisions. So they kept it for me. But we all hung out and like I had no idea. But they've been doing cocaine for a really long time. <laughs> the Jamie that I remember was the. It's still aggressive, uh, but it's more the outfit. It was the blue jeans that were almost tucked into the J's with that dark blue windbreaker pullover that you have, that pocket in the front. Oh, my God. It was a Nike. Uh. <laughs> it was a Nike windbreaker, and it was my brother's, and he used to get pissed off at me for taking it. Yeah, so that's that's the Jamie. And then you always had your hair in that tight-ass fucking ponytail. Uh, I, oh, I- Complete opposite from what it is now, but party <laughs> tails. That was the that was the jam in the in the nineties. And it was like 2000s. almost hairsprayed down to where it was like a fucking helmet. And it's... <laughs> I have some great pictures of that. It's like this total clear sheen. Like yeah. I have some pictures in my yearbook, dude. I look like I have a shaved head. My body is tight. It's so tight that I look like I have no hair. Like. I scribbled literally. I was looking. At, do I have it right here? I don't. I I have my yearbook and I scribbled my photo. I I was such an unhappy middle schooler. <laughs> my photo is literally scribbled out with pen, and I did it. Normally, people do that in other people's yearbooks. No, I scribbled out my own photo. I don't have in my yearbooks. I got rid of mine. So it's... I have all my yearbooks from sixth grade through high school, mm-hmm. all of them. That was a weird time for Nick. Nick How is was, it? Uh, Somebody drew a big dick in one of my high school yearbooks. It was like a whole page is like a penis. That's cool. It's someone you know. It's pretty funny. I forget who it is, though. I knew a lot of people. I've gone back and read my yearbooks. They're, they're hysterical every time I read them. You ever text the numbers? Keep in touch. K-I-T. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who Keep has this touch, number you know? now? Like, what is this? <laughs> we really were lucky because social media really did like enable everyone to kind of stay to stick together one way or another like just it's like that i feel like social media is why class reunions died like i see all you motherfuckers every day on facebook right well and that's the that was the premise of social media what was for that purpose it wasn't supposed to be to push political agenda and to do what i do which is have a store on it which is the benefit of it but it wasn't supposed to do all that shit it was supposed to just be to that's why you needed a college fucking email to start up with facebook you know what i mean it wasn't supposed to be what it is now and it's just, again, just like any fucking capitalistic person, you see a way to make money, you're going to make fucking money. You know, and then that's just what it's Zuckerberg. Called, you know, right? And now it's a fucking monopoly, and that's what it is. And that's what all this shit is, is just a big monopoly. But one more big topic before we, before we wrap it up. Mr. Musk is in Texas now. Who is that? Elon Musk. Oh, yes. What? Mr. Musk. I don't know what I thought you said. I don't know. I don't even know. He is, and I think it's great. So Texas is turning into what the Silicon Valley is now, or was. 
everybody's moving there. And it's huge just with, like, Elon Musk going there. Team, I want to say Team Mobile's there. The Texas Instruments, obviously, there. Uh, even Joe Rogan's there. I mean, he fucking left yep. L.A. to have his shit there. And Abbott, the governor of Texas, just made uh, employee mandates, uh, vaccine mandates, illegal in yeah. the entire state of Texas. Which is what Musk was for. He, he doesn't want all that shit. Uh, he don't vaccinate his baby. You know who else doesn't? Gavin Newsom. His 12-year-old daughter is unvaccinated. She has not been vaccinated for COVID. And Gavin was addressed on it. And he said, oh, well, she needs to catch up on other vaccines before she can have COVID. That's a lie. The only vaccine that's due for a child that's 12 years old is a DTaP booster. It's one shot. And they can be given at the same time as COVID. Even his own children is not fucking vaccinated. And Elon Musk and Graves, sure as fuck, aren't vaccinating their baby. Funny, huh? I guarantee you. Funny. Huh? I said that's funny, isn't it? Isn't it? People like to paint anti-vaxxers as unsuccessful rednecks. When studies have shown that anti-vaxxers hold like college degrees, like advanced yeah. college degrees. They're among some of the most well-educated people in the country. Bingo. Like me. Well, hey now. Elon Jamie. Hey. <laughs> no. Wouldn't it be Jamie no. Musk? Jamie Musk. That sounds way better than Elon Jamie. I feel like you would have his last name, not his first name is your first name and Jamie not your last name. I mean, if you want to make logical arguments, that's I feel fine. like you just said you were a genius and I had to correct you, so that makes me explain <laughs> a genius. So. <laughs> All right, so, you, can, you can have this one. I'll have this one. And what's going to piggyback on that one? Where Derek Carr sits and it's ahead of Jimmy G. So... <laughs> I don't have a rebuttal for that. Just wanted to make sure it wasn't dead air, folks. It was her not having anything to say. So. <laughs> Fuck the Raiders. There we go. That's whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, that's aggressive. It's hockey season anyway. That's what we're doing. So I've never cared about hockey what? ever in my life. My brothers do. You want to know how much exposure I've had to hockey? What's that one stupid fucking game on Xbox or PlayStation? Hockey. I don't know what it is. NHL, the NHL game. Yeah. Is it Xbox? It's on both, but yeah. It's in both. So they, <laughs> they always played Xbox. These motherfuckers would just argue. They didn't ever shut the fuck up. It's it was most people do that with Madden. I think I hate hockey because of that game. I hate it. I I can't stand watching it. So when you come back to California? I don't know, dude. Oh, that's a lie. It won't work for you, anyways. Uh, when I move to Tennessee in three years, you got to come visit me there, and we'll go to a game out there. Tennessee's the next state over. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump, bro. That's what I'm saying. So Make it happen, Captain. I'll be there in three years. Three and a half years. So If we're all still alive by then. You can't kill me, bro. I'm going to be that old. As much as I say I'm checking out at 55, I'm going to be that old man. <laughs> like, Nick, go. Like, <laughs> you're biting people. Smoking a cigar in your cane with your oxygen tank. Like, fuck all of you. Yeah, that's, you ever see Gran Torino? Outside of the racist <laughs> aspect of it, that's going to be me. So you're fucking, you're fucking Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I'm not fucking. Don't say weird things like that. I'm not fucking Clint Eastwood. I would it be like it Clint wasn't. Eastwood. It wasn't a verb fucking. It was. What's the? It's an adjective. I don't know. What is that called? It was a adverb. Adverb. There you go. I don't know. I. I have no idea what any of those are. Right on, Elon Jamie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know what a noun and a verb is, and an adjective. Yeah, so, so it would be a descriptive of a uh, of an action. So, 
Oh, yeah, an adverb. That makes sense. A description of an action. But I wasn't, it was more of an, what's, what would be a description of a noun? An adverb, right? An a, oh, no, an adjective. There it is. Fucking <laughs> good done with you. <laughs> this is revealing Madame. I gotta go. <laughs> Until next week on What the Fuck, that's a good segment to end on, because what the fuck just happened? So, <laughs> I will see you all next week. <laughs> Bye, guys.